Welcome to Gal Pals Watch. I'm Sarah. And I'm Alicia. And this is a podcast where we talk about queer women in movies inclusively defined. And yeah, today, buddy. today we're talking about a movie I've been wanting to see for a while. The 2023 <laughs> satirical teen comedy, Bottoms, which was directed <laughs> by Emma Seligman and written by Emma Seligman and Rachel Sennett. Senat, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Um, and they also collaborated on Shiva Baby, which we did like one or two episodes ago. Yeah. We were just uh, like, wait, we should do this movie that we've all heard about like a million yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> and Io Debris is in it, and I love her so much. <laughs> and that's what I have to say about that. I can read <laughs> the synopsis yeah i could also just say like this movie is about basically a girls fight club because (laughs) (laughs) these two girls who are um self-described ugly gay untalented high school girls (laughs) have crushes on cheerleaders and in order to you know i don't know i guess like get their attention like get their attention they start this quote-unquote self-defense club with the help of a teacher played by marshawn lynch who was honestly amazing in this movie and i thought he was so funny so good (laughs) unreal yeah like i was was so surprised i was like isn't that guy wasn't he on the seahawks and then i looked him up and i was like yes and he is excellent Mm -hmm. he's excellent in this role he's like a highlight of this movie i would say (laughs) for sure um yeah and they sort of like convince him to do it and he's he's not really he's just yeah he's funny we could talk about it but he's a very uh, oh go ahead no it, well i was gonna Continue say with just, the synopsis yeah it is ostensibly a self-defense club but they don't actually know anything about self-defense and it very quickly becomes a fight club um where they're quote-unquote learning how to defend themselves by actually just fighting and hitting each other and like going at each other in violent and bloody ways (laughs) (laughs) and then for some reason they have to save the football team from the rival football team and they like kill everyone sort of yeah no i (laughs) yeah i mean like whatever but i definitely didn't see that coming yeah. I don't really know what I expected from this film. Um, because I like kind of casually watched the trailer and I was just like, yeah, I'll definitely watch this eventually. Yeah. Um, and I kind of didn't get the idea that it was one satirical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um I forgot my other point. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i just i didn't i didn't quite understand that um how satirical it was going to be um i had heard that it was like super bad and i I feel like and i feel like this is if super bad was way more satirical i don't know if you saw not another teen movie i don't think i ever saw that one i might have but i don't remember it was in like the early 2000s and i remember it was on yeah, and it was on TV. Um, I saw it once on MTV, and I was, like, a little too young to be watching it, but I thought it was, like, the funniest thing in the whole world. Um, and it just 
you know, riffs on all different types of teen movie tropes, tropes. And it's very funny. And this kind of reminded me of that, but they're like, it's also a little, I don't know for how overt it is. It's also like more subtle, I guess. (laughs) I was also getting some mean. Yeah. The not another teen movie. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was getting also like some kind of mean girls vibes and, you know, those kinds of teen movies. Yeah. And I know that other people have also, a lot of other people have also compared all of those movies like to Bottoms. And I will say, I read a few reviews of this. Um, someone in The New Yorker kind of a little bit panned it, but said it was entertaining. Um, the Autostraddle review mm-hmm. that I read gave it a pretty good review but they did point out something that I agreed with which is that um it's kind of gender essentialist in a lot of ways and it doesn't really have any like trans or non-binary characters and it's a little bit like um yeah there's just like jokes that kind of don't land (laughs) but but a lot of them do yeah I honestly really enjoyed watching this movie it, yeah, I did too. So and part of, yeah, and part of it was like, I don't know. I had I was wondering the same thing because there are like a couple of characters where I'm like, oh, you could have easily made that character, you know, like non-binary or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I was just I was I was also wondering their intentions there and why they chose some of those like really gendered. I don't know plot devices or whatever um that just kind of like I, I don't know like was it supposed to be part of the satire but it didn't land like you yeah. said yeah so there are parts of it that were like eh. <laughs> you know like when you text lol in all caps and you're just really like <laughs> it was like that yeah um <laughs> for some of those but then there were other points where I was like almost crying laughing so yeah so I do think like I did also enjoy watching it a lot um but yeah there were definitely some parts where I was just like I wonder why they do it this way yeah yeah especially for a movie that's like very gay or very Mm -hmm. I guess it's more gay than queer for that reason because like I think of queer as sort of like a more um, almost more radical, more political kind of like ethos or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but on the other yeah, hand, yeah, I can I can understand that. I think the yeah. only like by those definitions, I feel like the only kind of like queer moment is at the near the end when PJ and Hazel kiss. Oh yeah, um, and that's a little bit only because you don't. I didn't really see it coming. So. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> um at that point and it was, I was to like kind of like okay I was just kind of ready for anything with this movie yeah <laughs> um yeah so I guess we should start off um I loved your synopsis that was great Thanks. um and I guess the one of the things I wanted to start off with is the way in which they get the girls specifically um just for lack of a better term I'll just say girls um 
in the school to trust them is by saying they went to juvie. Yes. And they <laughs> in to that lie. <laughs> so leaned in. I there's this one line where it's like, I punched a girl. I punched her until she died. <laughs> juvie was insane. Once a girl tried to kill me with rat poison, so I took her outside and I punched her till she died. <laughs> and the delivery oh was just unreal because it was just like so matter of fact, but it was yeah. like not even trying to be like, I don't know, threatening. It was just yeah. like, I punched her until she died. <laughs> As you do in juvie. <laughs> <laughs> it was so ridiculous. Um, and they kind of get this reputation from beating up the star football player, the quarterback. Um, who actually I have no idea what his name is, probably Tim. Yeah. Tim or something like that. Yeah. I, um, I forget the <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking. Oh yeah. Tim. No, Tim's the other guy. Tim's his friend. Oh yeah. Jeff. Oh it's yeah. Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> um, so Jeff is the boyfriend of Isabel. Um, played by Havana Rose Lou and Nicholas Gal Galitzine, I believe I'm saying that incorrectly. Um, who's in Red, White, and Royal Blue? Oh, I have. Um, read the book. I have just avoided that whole thing. Oh, the book's pretty good. Yeah, I've heard, but yeah. sometimes <laughs> when it's like a book is really hyped, it's like I don't want to read it. Anyway, yeah, I didn't read it for a, I didn't read it for a long time. <laughs> Um, so they are fighting at a football game or right after a football game because Isabel realizes that Jeff is cheating on her and, um, what's her name? Josie mm -hmm. is like, uh, I, oh, I Jeffrey's character. Yes. Is like, why don't you come with me for a safety ride <laughs> to kind of like get away from your boyfriend? And yeah. they accidentally tap Jeff's knee and with the car. With the car. Yeah. Sorry. And <laughs> that like brings them huge status because the whole football team comes over and they're like, yeah, oh my God, he almost killed him. So <laughs> and then they're basically the whole school's like, where'd you learn how to do that? And that's where the, the juvie thing comes in. It's so <laughs> funny. It's just so absurd. That part really made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it really does like set the tone for what kind of movie this is going to be. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> I was like, I was a little unsure like what it was really going to be like or I didn't understand that it was going to be that satirical or that like overblown um so that's like a really good tone set for the yeah. film yeah so yeah they kind of use this cred that they have from this rumor that they went to juvie that they then falsely confirmed to make this feminist self-defense club um and they ask Marshawn Lynch's character Mr. G <laughs> To be because like in order to get it sponsored as like a real club at the school they need like a teacher advisor um mm -hmm. and he's like going through a really messy divorce and is very um vocal about it <laughs> um and really in his feelings and so he's not really like paying attention he's just kind of like yeah whatever whatever mm -hmm. yeah so he funny. says like 
He was like, I'll sign off on your period club. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And here's one thing my mom's always said to me. Mm. Sometimes when you have a new hobby, don't show up. Yeah. It's like, you can be our club advisor. You don't even come to the dang club. By the way, great way to be an ally. That's my favorite way to be an ally. You just say you're doing something and then you don't do any of those things. You know what I mean? You say, I support women. You know, don't come. Yeah. You know what? I'll sign off on your period club. Amazing. What? Yeah, really. Okay. So cool. I love at the end, like, I'm sorry, this is jumping ahead, but because it gets so out of control that at the end or towards the end, he's like, because he's a history teacher and he's kind of teaching, like, he gets the impression from this club that women are bad or whatever. And he's like, he like goes into this like reverse <laughs> feminism thing that he's like writing it on the board. I forget exactly what it said, but it was really Me funny. too. But I do remember laughing out loud. He's like, he's like been um you know kind of gotten in trouble once it comes out that it's a fight club and he's like i don't know like the top 10 men are like why all men are right (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy i will say also that like i am a firm believer that queer people should have really dumb movies too hell yeah and like this is that So, like, I don't want to dunk on it too hard for not being, like, political enough or queer enough or whatever, because it's really just, like, a silly movie. Yeah, I guess it's, like, a now there's been enough of these types of movies that the genre is teen sex film. Yeah. Um, So, it makes sense in that regard, like... Yeah, it's perfect for that. Yeah, I don't want to. I I agree. I don't want to dunk on it too hard. I think it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, there are parts that are like so incredibly cringy. That yeah, seriously. <laughs> that you're like, I just can't take it. My wife watched it with me, and she um had seen a little bit of Shiva Baby when I was um watching it, and she walked in. She was like, Oh my god oh my god this is so bad like in the way that like she was cringing yeah. and then we were watching bottoms together and she's like what is up with all of these films just like making people uncomfortable <laughs> and i well, was like i do and she was like i think it's a new thing and i was like yeah in some ways i think it is um but it's it's cr- it's a different kind of cringy than shiva baby was yeah and i also think like the common denominator between these two films is Emma Seligman and Rachel Sen. Rachel. <laughs> so yeah. like they're like straight up freaks. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, whereas Shiva Baby was way more like claustrophobic. Yeah. Um, Bottoms is more like just completely absurd. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> There's also that whole plot line of like Hazel's mom is having an affair with Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah gross but whatever <laughs> I mean, it's just gross, it's gross. um yeah i feel bad for hazel so hazel's this um she's their friend they're like quote-unquote third wheel friend um yeah so hazel yeah hazel played by ruby cruz um is yeah like their third wheel friend i feel like you know 
she gets shafted a lot especially yeah. by pj pj is like always putting her down and being a real asshole pj is <laughs> such an asshole like more than josie and um oh yeah i feel like hazel is kind of the only somewhat sane person in this whole movie <laughs> it's true like in the very beginning hazel's like yeah whether she's true or not she goes yeah it comes from a lack of female solidarity at this school <laughs> so she's like so excited to like start up this self-defense club to get women like empowered yeah um and she is constantly encouraging pj and josie to get to know the girls in their club more and pj is always just like fuck off yeah um kind of reminds me of that character in oh my gosh Romy Michelle's High School Reunion playing by played by Jeannie Garofalo oh my god um, iconic <laughs> iconic <laughs> fuck off Toby um, <laughs> so PJ has a little bit of that mean streak in her <laughs> for sure um there's also a girl in the club I don't know what her character's name is, but she has long hair and she wears a beanie and she just screams all the time, <laughs> like constantly, just like because she's so into it or she's just like carried away. <laughs> she's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but also made me laugh. Yeah, there's so many great lines in this film, too. Like most of my notes are just like one liners that I thought were funny. Um, like stop smiling I'm kicking your ass <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so basically the girls kind of get to know one another Josie way more than PJ um, PJ's just really in it to get with Brittany the cheerleader um, and Josie's crush is Isabel um, so you know in certain happenstance Josie and Isabel happen to be in, you know, separated from the group. Um, they go and study together and it gets really cute really fast. Yeah. <laughs> between them. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas PJ and Brittany, um, PJ tries to do the same kind of moves, but it's very like it's not very organic. And Brittany puts a stop to it and it's like no i'm like i'm just straight that's just who i am <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. um and i i did really like that scene a lot i did too um yeah because um, by the way who they are sorry say that again everyone's allowed to be who they are yeah absolutely and by the way so that um britney's played by kaya jordan gerber and I was like, why does this chick look so familiar? Her mother is Cindy Crawford. Oh, my God. She looks just like her mom. Wow. <laughs> Wild. So I was just like, whoa. And Havana Rose Lou, who plays uh -huh. Isabel, is like crazy stunning. Yeah. <laughs> like they did good casting, making them look like super ethereal and like, you know, kind of. That's so true. Um, you like know, very hot classically girl. <laughs> hot girl, yeah. <sighs> um, mm -hmm. yes. And I I love Isabel's character too. Um I wish in some ways they went into it more, but there's like a lot that Isabel 
has in her backstory like she dresses very like prim and proper and like she's going to a business meeting in the 90s um <laughs> the early 90s yeah and <laughs> um and I guess that has to do with her mom like she goes over to Josie's and she like picks up a hoodie and she's like, oh, I've always wanted one of these. Oh <laughs> and her mom, yeah. won't let her, her mom won't let her have one because it's not like form fitting. It doesn't show off her figure enough. And I'm just uh, like, oh man. Yeah. That's, that's rough. Such a weird flex for a parent to do. <laughs> yeah. That does sort of call back to the mean girls thing though, a little bit with the mom who's like the, she wants to be the cool mom. Mm hmm. There's always some terrible parent in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we don't know much about Josie and PJ's parents. The parents in general are just not in the film at all. No, except um, for Hazel's mom. Oh, yeah. Hazel's yeah. mom, for sure. Um, and yeah, so let's see. Hazel... Oh, go ahead. Nope, go ahead. <laughs> when Hazel finds out that her mom and Jeff are having an affair, she... Um, she tells, I guess, PJ and Josie, and then Josie tells Isabel, um, mm. and then, like, Isabel breaks up with Jeff in front of everybody at the cafeteria, um, and then, like, the fight club decides to vandalize his house, and that scene I thought was really funny because they're like, <laughs> it's so tame. They're like egging it and TPing it. And then like Hazel straight up builds a bomb <laughs> and explodes the car, his car. Yeah. Like and they're they just, just freak like, out and run away. <laughs> yeah. Like at one point they're like, we have to get revenge on, on Jeff. Yeah. And Hazel's like, like bomb him. And they're like, yeah, sure, Hazel. Let's do terrorism. And like they're just joking. And then sh and then they just like decide to egg and TP his house. Yeah. And then they're like, where's Hazel? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um yeah, right after that scene, there's a really funny line where I think Isabel goes, I really value people using violence for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I was like, I was like, when I heard it, I was like, oh my God, that's a new love language unlocked. It's like, I love when people <laughs> use violence for me. Yep. <sighs> um, yeah, so they um, are basically found out by um the number two guy on the football team tim who's kind of like jeff's you know number one bro yeah um there's kind of like a, some homoerotic tension between them <laughs> um and he gets this tip that they had never been to juvie so he outs them as being frauds um and I forget what they there's throughout the movie they get stuff put on their lockers, um like faggot number one and faggot number two, <laughs> um horny freak number one and horny freak number yeah. two. That's <laughs> one of them. Um, yeah. So once that comes out, it all kind of fizzles from there, mm. and Isabel gets mad at Josie, um. Yeah, and everyone gets. Oh no, PJ and Josie have a friend fight. 
Yes, they have a friend fight and PJ, um, I guess Hazel says, PJ, you're a liar. And she said, well, you have no friends and a skank is a mom. <laughs> and then everyone's terrible. like, I can't believe you. I know, it's terrible. And yeah. she's like, I can't believe everyone's like, I can't believe you do that. Um, and they stick with Hazel and they, you know, really take care of her, which I think is is really sweet and yeah, I don't they never not make PJ like super redeemed. Mm -hmm. I guess she's always kind of a dick like throughout the whole film. <laughs> There's like a little bit of redemption, but not a ton. <laughs> yeah. Um there's also a part where Josie goes to her old babysitter, Rose. Oh my god, yes. Hilarious. Um, I think that actress is punky something, right? Punky. For some reason, Rhodes knows or like has heard that she, first of all, she lives in like a trailer by the train tracks. <laughs> um, and she's just really funny. <laughs> um and she has some intel that a football player from Huntington, which is like their school is Rockbridge. And Huntington is the rival. And Rhodes tells Josie that a player from Huntington is going to try and kill a Rockbridge player at their game. And that it's something that's been going on for decades. Yeah. <laughs> Intense rivalry. Okay. Um, I think I'm just going to go to the game and then work it out with PJ there. I wouldn't do that. Why not? It's with Huntington, right? Yeah. Well, I'm guessing they've been fucking people up for the past month, right? Yeah. So they're violent. What do you think is going to happen tonight? I don't know. Football? Get game? Tackle. Ugh. Oh, girl. There is a 50-year rivalry going on. They always fuck up some unlucky player. How you don't know? In 77, they burned him at a stake with his dog. In 92, they drowned him in a giant kitty pool. And in 03, they pulled his body apart with horses. It's called quartering. No, I know what it's called. And so the she like kind of gets the fight club back together to fight Huntington. And it's so funny because she, Mr. G is like, no, 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 you can't. And Josie's like, no, Huntington is coming. We need to protect them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they make this like whole like I don't know. Yeah, it's very overdramatic. They're yeah. just like, well, you don't understand. <laughs> Huntington's coming. We can't stop that. <laughs> and I forget which I forget which team it is, but one of them is named the Golden Ferrets, which I think is hilarious. I forget which one <laughs> it is, too. <laughs> it's um, perfect. Yeah, so they have, like, you know, the, the crew gets back together. PJ apologizes to Hazel and is like, yeah, Andy, do a lot for us. Thanks. <laughs> um, but Hazel kind of gets um, targeted. Maybe it's a bit before that? It is. I, think I don't know. Like, that's how the reveal happens, I think. that they do Right. That's how it is. Yeah. Because um, I think... Um, what's his name tim like wants hazel to represent the club in a boxing match 
Yeah, that's what it is. Um, and then she gets severely injured. And I guess that proves that they just got a juvie or something. I don't really <laughs> Yeah, that their like skills are terrible. Um yeah. and I forget exactly how it all pans out, but I think Hazel realizes that there's going to be like orange juice. I think it's pineapple juice. Pineapple juice. That's yeah, what it's and pineapple Jeff juice. is allergic to pineapple juice. And the other team puts pineapple juice in the sprinklers on the football field. <laughs> so essentially, I guess they'll pop up and start spraying the football players during the game, and uh, Jeff will die via yeah. pineapple juice. Um, but they're like, we have to stop it. So all the girls go out there, and I thought they were just going to beat up the, the guys, and then all of a sudden they were just like straight up cutting off heads. And I was like, whoa, I, I, I did not expect top. this. Yeah. I did not expect this. Yeah. <laughs> And, oh, I forget who it was, but PJ and Josie, they were kind of like, oh, I think I killed that guy. Oh, yeah, you really killed him. <laughs> All these players are, like, lying dead on the field. And they're like, no, you you really did that. Like, wow, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to say, um, I feel like you killed that guy. Oh, yeah, I mean, we killed, I think we killed... You killed that guy. No. Yeah, no. he's dead. That's oh dead. Oh my god. Yeah, we killed a couple. We killed. We killed a lot of guys. I let's just we'll pass this in later. Much later. Later. Yeah. And I did like at the end. You know, they kind of have a weird. I don't know. the The ending was super weird, but there was one line that I thought was really cute. Um, but I didn't write it down if it's PJ or Josie, but. I feel like it's Josie. She was like, the sheer amount of lies I told is shocking. Yeah. <laughs> and that's basically the end. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you remember something more, because I don't. PJ and Hazel kiss. Oh, yeah. I think to distract people. Oh, yeah. Someone says, can like, we stop? Bombs Someone says, can... Oh, yeah. Someone says, can we stop looking at the deck parade? And oh, I yeah. thought that was hilarious. Ah. <sighs> No, we cannot <laughs> at the bike parade. The bike we cannot. Parade. It's our sovereign duty. <laughs> uh, also, music in this movie was by Charlie XCX, which I really yeah. enjoyed. I liked the music a lot, actually. Yeah, me too. I really yeah. liked it. I was, um, that was one of the first things when I saw the credits. I was like, "Oh, music by Charlie XCX. Yeah. That's awesome." Because yeah. I feel like it's it's rare for like a pop star to take over like the whole musicality of a film she didn't do it solo but you know what i mean to get to be that involved so i thought that was really cool yeah um i also read that new yorker article let me find it yeah so it's by richard brody it's titled bottoms is a major film but not a good one um it's a bit of a clickbaity title because he has to say some good things about it he says a lot of good things about it he just says that it's not like i think basically he's saying it's not like a prestige film is basically what he's saying and it's like well that wasn't the point of this movie (laughs) (laughs) 
it's not supposed to be. But what were you going to say? Um, oh, yeah, no. Basically, yeah, he's saying, and, and yet as evidenced by its box office su success, which, by the way, it was... Um, it had a budget of eleven point three million and made twelve point three million, I guess. Um, so far, yeah. um, so he says, as evidenced by its box office success and a chorus of critical acclaim, this is very much a movie of the moment, which kind of made me think of what Aaron was saying and how like it's just so, like cringy, like the the point is to make people uncomfortable, mm -hmm. um. He also goes on to say um, the characters have no development and are only around for the gags. Mm -hmm. um, but I was like, you know, and I and I just said this too. I was like, you know, PJ's kind of a dick the whole time. Mm -hmm. You know, she doesn't get like a huge redeeming like arc or anything like that. No one does. Everyone's kind of like static. Um, but it's also like, that's. I guess a teen sex movie for you. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I read that part, I was like, I mean, he's right, but like that also was not the point of this movie at all. Yeah. It's not supposed to be like heartwarming. No. <laughs> like, it makes me think of at the end of Mean Girls when they have like that whole kind of like montage and you see that the plastics have disbanded and they're all like in their own or in different cliques, basically. And it's like, everything's supposed to be normal or like back to normal but like different and everyone's better you know it's just like uh i don't know but like that's the point it's supposed to be like kind of quick and i don't know it's not supposed to be super heartwarming no. <laughs> this movie is really for the laughs you know oh yeah for sure the, point of the movie um yeah so Overall, I would recommend it. Do you have other things you want to say? Um, well, I just I read a couple of other articles like through oh, The yes. Guardian and New York Times, but um honestly, it was just like kind of more of the same. It was like a little bit like mixed reviews here and there. Um Yeah, let me see the um the Guardian one references Book Smart, which I which I appreciated. I thought oh, this yeah. part was, was quite funny. Yeah. It plays like a moderately scuffed up, scuffed up and entirely non-heterosexual version of Olivia Wilde's Book Smart, though no one in the film shows the smallest interest in books. <laughs> um sure. yeah, you you do get that kind of vibe from it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do think they are like two entirely, totally different film genres. For sure, for sure. But I like them both like that oh yeah for sure i feel like just book smart is a little bit more like heartfelt and like meaningful and this is like no yeah. <laughs> no it's supposed to be like insane <laughs> so yeah i think like as long as you're not looking for anything like sentimental you're looking for like just straight up bonkers yeah gay shit. yeah <laughs> yeah it's for you for sure yeah <laughs> bonkers gay shit yes yeah that's exactly what the movie is and that's why i would recommend it to anyone who wants that yeah i mean who it's doesn't like some people. bonkers gay shit yeah i love bonkers yeah gay shit. <laughs> <laughs> i want more bonkers gay shit yeah me too <laughs> all right if you have any um thoughts 
feelings, recommendations, um, you can email us at galpalswatch at gmail.com. Or find us on Instagram at galpalswatch. And we have just moved all of our library of episodes over to be hosted by Spotify. Um, so if you could please rate, review, subscribe on all whatever platform you use, it's still on all the the usual ones. Um, we have obviously Spotify, Apple, Google, some other ones. Yeah. I use Overcast. <laughs> um, I might be one of the only people in the world who uses that. <laughs> I think it's also on Overcast too. So yeah. Yeah. So if you wouldn't mind rating and reviewing and subscribing there, that really helps. Um, because some of our stats got erased in the in the move. So it's just important and fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's bonkers gay shit. It's bonkers gay shit. And I feel like this is a great film to go into the new year. I hope my 2024 has some bonkers gay shit in it, but not maybe yeah. not so bad that I have to kill somebody. Well, I mean, it's an election year, so there's going to be some bonkers other shit going on. So if we could also have some bonkers gay shit, <laughs> that'd be good. Yeah. All right. Bam. <laughs> As always, keep it hella gay.